Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Tony. We're back again for another installment of Top 5 Drafts. This time, we're talking about the tight ends. Let's get into it. All right, my people, we back. Now, let's get straight into this. We're not going to go play around. As you can see, I got the greatest tight end of all time, Tony Gonzalez, and one of my favorite Falcons of all time, who happens to be a tight end, Algernon Darius Crumpler. Don't hate on it. All right, so again, we're not going to do these in any particular order. I'm just going to put out the five that I think are going to get drafted. Again, not first-round talent this year. It's more of offensive linemen, wide receivers. This is what I'm looking at this year. All right, let's start off first. Trey McBride, Colorado, Colorado State. Now, mind you, all of these tight ends are large, which is what we're going for now, 6'4 and above. One of his strengths is I think that you could literally take him from college and start him day one in any offense. Planet Colorado State, his production, while he aligned on 675 snaps, he handled blocking and the pass-catching side of his position very, very well. Now, they often ran behind him in the running game. So if you have a running team or a team that's looking to run, you need that blocking on the outside. You can't count on your wide receivers all the time. You need a good blocker tight end. That's what he is. Now, in the pass catching, he has the ability to run away from linebackers and defensive backs slash safeties, however you want to label these guys. He's very confident as a receiver at the catch point, and he has the ability to adjust his hands to the ball which is what you want a tight end to do. Now, he, is, he doesn't have a, lot of, uh, have a lot of weaknesses, but most of his damage that he did at Colorado State came from the tr traditional in-line alignment that was against linebackers and safeties. And that's how he produced in the passing game. I don't know how he's going to handle if they drop two on him. I, I don't see too much tape on him actually handling that. That might require some refinement on how he can break contact off and go to the next level. I still think he's the top tight end in this class because what he did, did on Saturday for Colorado State transfers easily to the NFL. I kind of look at him like a George Kittle. And for those that know the NFL, that's a pretty high compliment. So let's go on to another guy that I think very highly of, and I wouldn't mind my Falcons to draft, even though we have a stud at tight end. Now, you can, you can run two tight end six, especially when you don't have wide receivers. Let's talk about Greg Dulwich from UCLA. Another big, solid tight end. Six foot four, 243, 250 pounds. We know how they get them numbers, so he's more like 235. But let's get into his strengths real quick. He's very explosive at tight end. He offers playmaking skills in the downfield pass game. He has some speed. I think he ran a 4-6-40 at the combine, which is, which is fast for a tight end, especially this one his size. Um, he has the ability to attack the middle of the field, which you want. You don't want your slot receiver to always be the guy in the middle. You want that tight end to get in there and pull those linebackers away so you, the slot can exploit the weaknesses. He does have the ability to sink his hips and make sharp turns, which is what you expect out of wide receiver. He does have good extension of separation when he runs his breaks, which is great. As a blocker, I'd put him right up there with – with uh, McBride. But one of the things I did see wrong with him 
while he is up there with McBride as a blocker, he's not the best. He does miss assignments, but that can be cleaned up with the right coach. There are times when he took bad angles to make a block, which killed the play. And we all know about angles and how that's important on certain run plays and certain pass plays. At the catch point, he still has a little trouble when he transitions too quickly from receiver to ball carrier. Sometimes he makes drops, but again, that's not big. That can be cleaned up at the next level. I think his playmaking skills are going to make him an attractive option for a lot of teams, particularly those that run um, 12 personnel, like my Falcons can do that. He can be a great addition. I even say that he could be a day one starter, if not day one. I don't see him waiting past week five once he gets acclimated to the league. He kind of reminds me of a Hunter Henry type tight end, which is Hunter Henry is another solid tight end in the NFL. Let's move on to another tight end that I like. I don't I don't hold him in high regards as the first two. I think the first two are guaranteed day one starters. But Isaiah Likely from Coastal Carolina, I think he could be your future at tight end. Six foot five, then run to 40. I, I will I would have liked to see how fast this guy is at that size, weighing 240 pounds ish. Um, one of the things I, I was impressed with him, he's more comfortable catching the ball than the first two tight ends. That's probably his strongest, strongest trait. He has impressive strength at the catch point. He's confident and he can adjust to off-target throws. And that's any defender on him from any level of the field. He has a solid route tree, which is great for a tight end. And he has the ability to break away and create separation. The only problem I see with him is, like I said, his blocking is okay. It could be better. But are they going to treat him as a true tight end or more of a slot type receiver, which is a problem with a lot of tight ends. You know, teams don't know how to use them. They want to say, put them on the outside, make them a wide receiver, but they're really tight ends. This is the kind of guy I think is more of a, his skill set makes him an in-betweener, but his size dictates that he's going to be, be a tight end. I kind of look at him as a Robert Tanyan type player, which we all know that was Karen Rogers. I mean, Aaron Rogers' favorite target up there. Of, uh, uh, it's going to be his favorite now that Devontae's gone. Um, Let's move on to another guy who I don't think got a lot of credit because of the team he played on, and that's Jeremy Rucker from Ohio State. Let's not forget he had two stud wide receivers who can easily go into the first round. But this guy held his own. Arguably one of the biggest tight ends. He's 6'6", about 250 pounds. That's a big target. Him, Jeremy, I would say is the best blocker in the draft, even better than the first two but not as overall as impressive as the first two. I think if you study him, especially against um, Michigan, he locked up both Hutchinson and Ajabo, which are likely to be first-round picks this year. Um, he can fight defensive ends to a stalemate. He, can, he shows great lateral movement on um, zone runs. He does a very good job working with tackles and combination blocks, and that's before he can get to the second level. So that's the strongest part of his game. He's a decent catcher, but he's not perfect. He does take poor angles at times, which, again, poor angles can be cleaned up with off of anybody. But he's also slow off the snap, so he can miss blocks at times. But I didn't see too many on the games that I watched, and I paid attention to that Michigan game because I actually wanted Michigan to win. Um, But for the tight end prospects in this draft, 
I'm not worried about him figuring out the blocking process at the NFL because, you know, it is a little bit faster. I think that they're going to have to just work on his pass catching skills if they want him using that way. Me, I would just put him in a run-heavy offense like Pittsburgh and just have him be the aggressive blocker than he is. Um, kind of reminds me of a Tommy Trimble type tight end. For those of y'all don't know, look him up. He was a great tight end, still is. I'm just saying. Now, let's get to the last guy, definitely not least, but the last guy I want to talk about, Charlie Kohler from Iowa State. And it's been a while since anybody talked about any tight end from Iowa State. Again, another big tight end, 6'6", 250. Him and Jeremy are fighting for who's the biggest, best tight end this year. Now, being that big, he ran a 4'6", 240. That right there for a size, a guy that size, it's turning his. That alone can get you drafted if you're that big and can move that fast. Now, he was redshirted as a freshman, but he did step into the lineup in 2018 and played all games for the Cyclones. He caught, he only caught 11 passes for 137 yards, three touchdowns. But that was enough. His play on the field, besides his pass catching, earned him second All Big 12 Conference, which is saying a lot. Now, some of his strengths. He uses angles to stress the leverage of cover plays on his routes, meaning he controls where that defender is going to be when he's running his route, which is what everybody wants out of a pass catcher, out of a pass catcher. Everybody in NFL expects that wide receiver or tight end, even their running backs, to control that defensive player when they're running a route. And that's one of his strong, strong suits. He constantly can get a across the face of defenders on in-breaking in routes and uh, post-routes. Out-breaking routes, he could do a little work on that, but he's still great at it. His weaknesses, though, most of his explosive plays at Iowa State came on coverage breakdowns and while the quarterback was scrambling. So, you know the old rule for those that played offense. When your quarterback runs, you make yourself open. And that's what he did. So, it wasn't necessarily he ran a great route. He had to adjust for the quarterback. Um, I don't see too much more wrong with him besides that. I compare him to a up-and-coming tight end who I expect to be used more this year, and that's Dallas Goddard. So that concludes my five, but I also want to mention one more person that I think we need to give a shout-out to, and that's you, you guys watching me right now. I need you to hit that like button. I need you to subscribe, and I need you to help us grow. And with that, I'm done. Holla!